The first thing I would emphasize is that the project needs buy-in from top to bottom, from the president of the company to somebody who's picking orders in the warehouse or who's working on financials or doing a truck delivery. It's important for the executive team to achieve that buy-in throughout their organization and explain to the entire organization that there will be a change in processes. Uh, Our most successful implementations have been with companies that have complete buy-in from top to bottom and have a willingness to accept change. And that's a difficult thing for some people. This is the ERP Organizational Change Journal podcast, brought to you by Nestle & Associates, a Newport Beach, California-based ERP organizational change management firm serving the private equity industry. The ERP OCJ seeks to share expertise, insight, experience, and research, and to create effective conversation to help guide ERP organizational change to real, measurable, and verified success. And now, here's your ERP expert and host, the founder of Nestle & Associates, Dr. Jack Nestle. Hi everyone, Jack here. In this episode, we dive into integrated business applications, automated business processes, warehouse productivity, implementation processes, which minimizes the time and resources needed for a successful GoLight project, training, and more. We will discuss the defining aspects of ERP and integrated software, its benefits, and the nuances of product differentiation in a competitive market. We also explore the critical interplay of technology, people, and process, shedding light on the industry's trends, challenges, and success metrics. We will also discuss thorough data conversion, comprehensive training and extensive testing, and seamless software conversion. This episode is a must-listen for those seeking to drive business process improvement and organizational change through business systems integration. Today we have with us Jeb McGinnis. Jeb is the president of Creative Data Research, a software solutions provider. Jeb boasts an impressive track record in the industry, skilled in many areas such as business development, marketing strategy, and business process improvement. He has taken a keen understanding of how to drive success in the realm of ERP. His expertise in anticipating industry trends and delivering advanced technologies has been instrumental in increasing profitability and enhancing customer satisfaction for numerous enterprises. From New Orleans, Jeb, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much. I'm glad to be here and thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to this, Jeb. I'm excited because I, I know you're full of a wealth of insight and uh, looking forward to sharing this out with our listeners. But before we get started, can you maybe further introduce yourself to our listeners, please? Sure. Yeah, um, I'm Jeb McGinnis and I'm president of Creative Data Research, also known as CDR Software. And uh, I joined CDR in, in 1990 as general manager and in 1995, became president of the company. And uh, as president, my, my mission was to develop a culture in the company that encouraged creativity in terms of software design and ideas, and also to flesh out our ERP products so that it covered every facet of our audiences, our, our targeted audience, our customers' business. So, uh, one thing that I'm proud of is the way that our staff works. Each staff member works very independently, but also very collaboratively. So uh, it gives everybody an opportunity to communicate with our customers, 
find out exactly what their needs are, what problems they have, how we can solve that, and then we implement those ideas into our software. And since taking over in 1995, we've built our customer base to 70 distributors that run our system from California to Vermont, and it's a solid customer base. And I feel like we're certainly a, a leader in our in our segment, which is convenience products distribution. Great. Well, thank you, Jeb. I'm really excited to have you on with us today. And I, I know with your extensive experience in ERP software and, and coupled with practical industry insights, uh, you'll definitely offer our listeners valuable strategies for navigating ERP implementation and, and organizational change. So I appreciate your time. Listeners, all of us here at the ERP OCJ hope you find this podcast useful as we share lessons learned, discover best practices, and explore the human element components of ERP organizational change. Please stay with us till the end. Jeb will give us his actionable golden nugget of advice based on today's conversation. Only when you apply what you've learned will you begin to move the needle forward. So let's dive in. So, Jeb, my, my first question for you, and you know, I just want to ask you some general questions regarding ERP. So to start off, how would you define ERP for our listeners who may not be familiar with the term? Sure. My, uh, my thought of ERP uh, is, is a software system that it helps run your entire business operations with integrated applications. And in our case, includes a warehouse management system purchasing, uh, auto management, financials, and business intelligence. So it's a way of seamlessly sharing that data throughout the ERP system that allows our customers to achieve their goals. And so based on that definition, Jeb, you know, as you know, there are many tier one players and, and kind of different layers of ERP vendors, right, that provide various ERP functionality. In your opinion, what are the benefits of choosing a niche ERP platform and partner? So just to elaborate, uh, Jeb, you know, you, you've got the big ERP players that I think sometimes try to be everything to everybody. And then you have more of the specialized niche ERP players that maybe cater to a specific industry or, or according to a specific business model. Um, what would you say? I mean, what, what's your opinion on the benefits of choosing a niche player or ERP platform and partner versus one that uh, you know, tries to be all things to all people? Sure. Yeah. I think yeah, there's a huge benefit to choosing a, a, an ERP system that's designed specifically for a niche vertical market because we're, we have the opportunity to learn exactly what the specific requirements are in our industry from our users. And the implementation process is pretty straightforward based on our knowledge of the industry and our knowledge of what the type of customers we're dealing with. Uh, I know that I've, you know, I've certainly experienced some very lengthy, bulky ERP implementations that were attempted by some of the larger ERP vendors that you mentioned, uh, simply because there's so much customization, so much modification that has to occur, whereas our system in a niche market is clean and plugs into the requirements pretty easily. Yeah. And so, Jeb, from your experience, how would you describe the success rates of ERP implementations in the field in, in general? I'm not referring specifically to creative data research, but just in general, you know, when you look around at the field and the, you know, the ERP space in general, do you have any thoughts or opinions on success rates of ERP implementations? And you're referring every from from the big players down to niche. Yeah, players. just in general. Yeah, pretty vague, pretty general, but yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I feel like in general, ERP implementations can be more complicated and more difficult than they actually are. 
in general, I, I feel like at the end of the day, they are for the most part successful and, and then the, the end user gains the benefit of it. Uh, it's just a matter of how it can be made more efficient so that it's not such a laborious process for the end user. Yeah. Well, Jeb, let me drill into that question just a little bit or a follow up to that question. So if you were to lead you or anybody on your team, if you're leading a kickoff meeting for an organization just starting an ERP implementation, how would you define and describe success in terms of ERP organizational change within your client's organization? Yeah, the, the first thing I would emphasize is is that, that the project needs buy-in from top to bottom, from the president of the company to somebody who's picking orders in the warehouse or who's working on financials or doing a truck delivery. I think it's important for the executive team to achieve that buy-in throughout their organization and explain to the entire organization that there will be a change in processes in the way their business processes currently are they're going to change. Not all of them will, but some of them will. So uh, our most successful implementations have been with companies that, that have complete buy-in from top to bottom and have a willingness to accept change. And, and that's a difficult thing for some people. Uh, I've seen some of the most dug-in employees that, that are very resistant <laughs> to change at the end of the day. Yeah, They, they love what they see when they get it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Jeb, I think part of the um, any ERP organizational change effort should entail some time spent because it's, it's time well spent discussing success, you know, defining success. What are the metrics? What does it look like? You know, number one, I think success or the idea of success or even the perception of success from the stakeholders, it can fluctuate throughout the entire implementation process. <laughs> You know, you kind of go through good times and bad times, let's say. But I also think it can become very subjective. It can become very almost personal sometimes, you know, like you said, and especially the idea of organizational alignment and setting the tone from the top down and really being clear on what does success mean? Does success mean like absolute perfection? Probably not. <laughs> but right. does it mean that you're going to have challenges and that's okay, that you're going to take on risk and that's okay, and you're going to have some frustrations and that's okay? And I think that that is critical to have those conversations right on the onset and really level set the organization with not only what the ex expectations are, but then how do you define success at the end of the day? And, um, sure. and I think that can eliminate a lot of noise post-go-live especially. For sure. I think it's important to let the company that's bringing in the new ERP system know that it's going to be, it'll require work. It's not easy. And, you know, they're running their business while implementing a new system. And uh, at the end of the day, though, the reward is there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jeb, now let me ask you, I want to share with our listeners um, a little bit more understanding about your product, uh, Creative Data Research. Um, and you alluded to this a little bit in your intro but you discussed a little bit, what, what is CDR exactly? What is your niche and who are your customers? Sure, yeah. So CDR has a customer base that consists of what's referred to as convenience distributors. And what that is, is the convenience products industry is a, is a segment of the food industry. So all of our customers uh, distribute products to con retail convenience stores, whether they be a single store or a huge chain. And so that's the vertical market that we live in. That's where we've been from day one, and we have we we we've yet to stray from that vertical market. So our customers are uh, they have warehouses with typical distribution center with order management and deliveries, and uh, I mean it's a 
we, we have about 70 customers from coast to coast in this industry. Uh, so it's very specific to this industry. Yeah. And, and Jeb, on your website, it mentions, quote, CDR is adept at anticipating an industry trends and delivering advanced proven technologies, end quote. How does this set your product apart from others in your specific market? Sure. Yeah. You know, we have a, a very active steering committee that consists of about 10 of our customers that rotate on and off of it. And we try to kind of get a blend so that all customers are represented from geographic location to size and product mix. So we meet on a quarterly basis and we're constantly getting input from all of our customers in terms of things that would make the, the product our ERP system help them do things in a certain way. And so our steering committee meets quarterly and reviews all of the requests that are coming in. They help prioritize those requests with us. And so ultimately they're help determining the direction of our product development will be. And that way we really keep our hands in the industry. We're tuned into it and we're very responsive, a very agile company in terms of responding to those requests after they're prioritized and incorporating those into our system, which which we do on a year-round basis. Sure. And, and Jeb, I know you operate in a pretty competitive market. How would you say you're different technology-wise from other ERP vendors such as Oracle or SAP or Infor, you know, et cetera? What would you offer up to our listeners there in terms of what makes you different from a technology perspective? Sure. You know, we're, our software runs on the IBM iSeries platform, and, and it's an industrial strength system that has hardly any downtime at all. And, um, and what we do is we really leverage the data that we pull from that system to do a myriad of things, whether it's in dashboards or, or modules that enable you to return product into the warehouse or delivery system that allows you to do electronic signature capture and so forth. So it's a very you know agile platform for us to work on and quick development and quick implementation. So I think we just can respond quickly with that technology. Sure. Well, Jeb, I'd like to ask you, you know, one of the things we talk a lot about here at Nestle and Associates is, is what we call the ERP organizational change triad. And when we say process or triad, of course, that means the people or the culture, uh, the technology and the process. So um, I'd like to ask you a couple of questions in each one of those categories. So um, setting technology aside for a moment, what is your approach to helping your customers implement and realize improvements in their business? And I know that's a pretty general question, but just in general, what is your approach to helping your customers? And you already mentioned this idea of a, a customer-based steering team, but what else can you do to help implement and realize improvements within your client's organization? What does that look like for you guys? Sure. You know, for the initial implementation, we have a very structured process and in a roadmap that uh, our project manager leads the distributor through the implementation process from A to Z. And, when they, and literally, when they, at the end of the process, they go live on our software. And during that period, we do uh, a tremendous amount of training and, as importantly, uh, a tremendous amount of testing so that every invoice that's going to be sent out on day one when they're live on our ERP system is accurate to the penny. And it needs to be 
our goal is to have an implementation process that is transparent to the retail customer who's buying from our wholesaler so that they don't even know that systems have changed. Yeah. And, and then after they're live and, and up and running on our software, we can do uh, software upgrades extremely easily. We do it on a year-round basis so that we can be responsive to uh, whether it be a government regulation or simply something that makes them more competitive in the marketplace or respond to a requirement that's come down from their supplier, from the manufacturers. So, you know, we work on implementation is a never ending process because we, uh, after the initial go live process, we're constantly uh, enhancing and installing software that makes them uh, more efficient. Yeah. And Jeb, as an ERP software company, you sell and implement well, software, right, and technology. But what would you say is the largest influence to ERP organizational change success? You know, when we talked about this triad, the people, the process, or the technology, do you have any thoughts or opinions as to which one of those categories you think has the greatest influence? Or is it some combination thereof? Or um, what, what's your thoughts well, there based on your experience? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's certainly a combination of the three. And what, what however, what stands out is, is the most important to me as people, because it's uh, the whole ERP implementation process, you know, is based on working with other people and in a cooperative manner to where they feel like this is going to be something that's going to improve their business. Um, I would say process is second and technology is third because everybody has technology, but it's a matter of how you convey that to the end user and how you help them implement it and not just implement it, but use all of the functionality and really leverage the software so that they can become more efficient and become more profitable. And, and that's certainly something that we've experienced with our customers, certainly the, and particularly the ones that embrace all of our software. Yeah. You know, we actually had many ERP software vendors on our show and, and many more to come. And we've had organizational change practitioners and we've had end users and we had lean manufacturing experts. And, and I'd like to ask that question. I know it's a bit general and, and a generic question, you know, but some people are pretty adamant that it's one or the other. So I, I always enjoy that asking that question. And, and I really appreciate the variance in, in responses. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, it, it is a, a mixed bag of, of all of those. Sure. Um, you know, to be sure, whether it's dotting I's and crossing T's tactically in your project management plan or proper business process uh, training. And, you know, as you mentioned, Jeb, the, this idea of when it comes to changing processes internally to match the ERP package, sometimes that's no easy feat, right? I mean, talk about change resistance. Uh, you know, people don't like to change their process. And I think sometimes that's where you could go into any business and say, hey, you know, well, uh, you probably didn't invent business, right? And right. and there is there is this idea of best practice and every ERP vendor will probably tell you that, that, you know, hey, we're going to put our software is in, in, your, in your organization. It's based on years of research and implementation and practice. And we really understand for certain industries what that practice should be or what those processes should be. And so therefore you should follow our processes out of the box. And I think that there's maybe a little bit of truth to that, but I also think that some businesses do have nuances in their process and, and things where out of the box, it just, it doesn't quite fit. 
I, I'm on a little bit of a tangent, but I, I always appreciate the responses to that answer because you know there's a lot there, and I think it just goes to illustrate the fact that successful ERP organizational change. I mean, there's a lot there. there there's a lot of variables, and all of those variables can vary from one organization to the next. Now, the amplitude may not be the same either. But anyways, that, that's probably a topic for a whole other podcast. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. No question. There are, there are a lot of moving parts and, and yeah. they have to be orchestrated uh, so that every department in the company is advancing in, at the same pace. And yeah. because all, all of their processes are interrelated, just as all of the software is seamlessly integrated. So it's a... Yeah. Uh, it's an orchestration. There's no question yeah. about that. And, and you know, Jeb, um, and just for our listeners, you know, it, it's easy to say, yes, you know, people, processes, and technology. Uh, and that's, that's pretty obvious. But under each one of those, you could just keep drilling and drilling and drilling, right? So when you talk about people, you're talking about leadership. You're talking about organizational readiness. You're talking about culture. There's a lot there. And in, in the same with process and technology. And there's been a lot of research in ERP organizational change and hundreds of, you know, what's called success factors have been identified that can contribute to the success or failure of an organizational change project, an ERP project. And one of the things is all of those variables are inherent in every ERP organizational change project. So they're there, but the amplitude in which those factors may impact your success varies from project to project. They're from organization to organization. So just a real simple example. I mean, if if you go into an organization and they have really strong leadership, whether it's transformational leadership or whatever it is, you know, that can make things a lot easier when it comes to ERP organizational change. But if you go into an organization and to your own point, if the leadership isn't engaged in sending a strong message in terms of the effort and the expectations with an ERP implementation, you know, if they're not on board, well, that doesn't help your cause, right? Because, I mean, leadership plays a significant part in an ERP implementation, to be sure. But there's also been papers that have been written that say, well, no, it all starts with the technology. If you got a bad GUI user interface, or if you have bad technology, that's probably the greatest reason that ERP implementations fail. So uh, it's just a fascinating topic. Yeah. Like you said, for each three of those processes, it could be a long conversation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, Jeb, let me ask you a little bit about technology. And one of the things that we spend a lot of time here just discussing and researching is just emerging technologies in general, and then really trying to understand its impact within the organization in the context of ERP. But if you look at the trends in the emerging technology what do you see as their relevance to ERP in general? Is there any one thing that stands out? I mean, obviously, AI and chatbots is a big thing right now. Um, and then is there anything for your product specifically that you can share with our listeners in terms of emerging technologies that you're going to bring within your product? Yeah, and, and you mentioned AI, of course, and, and that is something that we're researching because I, it could certainly be applied to a lot of phases of our segments of our product, I should say, uh, whether it be purchasing or inventory management or warehouse planning. And that's something that we have our eye on. Um, you know, in general, I think being able to use web-based applications that extract data from the system and enable people in the field to have live remote access to data to make uh, selling decisions or pricing decisions. And also, you know, our efforts to connect our convenience distributor in the supply chain so that they're using APIs to connect 
the distributor with their suppliers and their retailers. I mean, one critical role we have is to streamline and connect that supply chain from manufacturer to wholesale or retailer and ultimately to consumer. So, you know, I would say web-based applications, APIs, and ultimately taking a look at AI. Um, the idea, Jeb, with AI and its impact, I mean, obviously that's, that's a huge topic of conversation uh, right now. Do you have any predictions on how AI is going to impact the future of ERP systems? Uh, you know, it's just a matter of there's going to be more data that can be accessed. And in general, I feel like it, it could bring about some efficiencies, and, but, but we haven't really haven't gotten that far along with it at this point. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let me ask you a, a few questions here. And, and Jeb, I really appreciate your time, but in terms of process... Let me ask you a few questions here. And as you know, as we discussed, ERP can be quite challenging. But in your experience, what is more likely, nearly perfect success with no major challenges or success after enduring some challenges due to organizational culture? Yes, yeah, certainly. The, I'd say it's the latter because we always encounter some. In, we go into a project, and an implementation project, knowing that there's going to be challenges. And, and that's where I feel like on the human relationship level, it's very important to actually be able to train either remotely or on site so that the, the end user who may be resistant can give them a vision of what they're going to be able to do with their job, how they can improve their job once it's implemented. You know, certainly there's a direct relationship between acceptance from top to bottom uh, in terms of speed of implementation, you know, I've seen project implementation project be completed in a in a four to six month time frame. I've also seen them take a year, and the and the longer projects are always due to some form of resistance in the company. But yeah. you know, there's always going to be a challenge, and 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 our job is to overcome that challenge and bring them to the finish line as quickly as possible. Yeah. And so, Jeff, just to uh, dive a little deeper on that and just to share with our listeners, um, you know, obviously the implementation process and the methodology are crucial. How does your implementation process or methodology differ from other ERP players? Do you have anything you want to share with our listeners in that? What, what do you feel are some differentiators for you folks relative to some of your competition? Yeah, I'd have to say that it's the personal contact that we have, that the relationship, the project manager and others on our team that work with that project manager, it's the relationships that they all develop with the company that's going through the implementation. And there are a lot of similarities in ERP systems, and there are a lot of similarities in implementation processes. However, I think to really stand out, it's important to have that personal connection. And like I said, whether it be remotely or doing on-site visits, which we do both, of course, during the project, um, but I think that's what really drives it uh, and differentiates us. And what are your thoughts on ERP uh, software customization? You know, we just mentioned briefly earlier in the conversation the idea of out-of-the-box functionality. And, you know, but sometimes there's a balance between out-of-the-box and, and some customization being required. But is there a danger of too much customization? And, and where do you folks draw the line? Sure. You know, you know since we've, we've been... Uh, adding functionality to the system literally for the past uh, 30 years or so, we have most of what a typical convenience distributor will need in our ERP system. But undoubtedly, you know, there will always be a request for some form of custom software. And our approach to that is, yeah, we're willing to do that. 
and we will implement it, I mean, we'll incorporate it into our software model. Uh, one thing that's really important for us is every one of our customers runs the same version of software. And if we do a piece of customization, then every customer has that customized piece. Now, and there are, there are switches that can turn them on and off depending on whether they want to use them or not. So, I mean, we're, we're open to customization. We don't Literally, we don't do a whole lot simply because our ERP system is very deep, very wide, and very specific to our industry and already addresses almost every every requirement that our customers have. But, hey, we're open to it, and we'll incorporate it into our model, and everybody runs the same version. And, Jeb, would you agree that ERP selection is one of the most crucial decisions to be made during an ERP organizational change endeavor? And, and if so, why? Yeah, absolutely. It's a huge decision. It's a decision that a company is going to live with for many years, for a number of years. Uh, in our case, hopefully, for the life existence of the company. And, uh, and that's our goal. And it's, it, it's really important for the end user to, to get an ERP system that they know is going to address all of the requirements in their industry, but also gives them flexibility and allows them to grow. And, and that's been our design model from day one, is to deliver a system that is fluid and, and, and flexible and can grow, but at the same time, you know, have everybody on the same release level and uh, make it very easy to upgrade and to support. And Jeb, what, what would you say are some of the key factors to consider when deciding upon an ERP solution? You know, I would say, first of all, the system itself, of course, you know, examine the software. We typically do five or six demos with a company before they make a decision. And uh, so, yeah, first of all, know the software. Know that it's going to provide you with the, the solutions that you need in your industry and in specifically in your business. But also it's important to build a relationship with the company itself and make sure that that's a company. It's a company that's going to be here for the long haul, uh, which we certainly are positioned to do just that and to be able to build a relationship with the entire staff, whether it be a programmer or a project manager or a support staff member. So it's, it's like a marriage and, and it's going <laughs> to last a long time, you hope, yeah. and uh, or forever. You need to make sure that you do your homework uh, so that when you get into it, it's where you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jeb, fun conversation, and thanks for sharing some of your insight and experience today. But before I let you go, given all that we've discussed today, could you sum up one key takeaway or golden nugget that our listeners should remember? And can you advise our listeners how to take this knowledge and apply it to truly make a difference in their ERP journey? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think one of the most important things is building a relationship with the company that's supplying the ERP system. I mean, the software itself is, is critical. The implementation process is critical. But what I've learned is if you, if you develop a healthy, strong relationship with, or if a healthy, strong relationship is developed between customer and ERP vendor, then that, that really assures uh, a long, successful relationship. Yeah. 
Well, thanks, Jeb. I, I appreciate it. Uh, what a fun conversation, um, diving deep into the world of ERP. And we've explored the defining aspects of ERP, the importance of choosing the right software vendor, and the critical balance between technology, people, and processes. And your insights have shown us that success in ERP is not just about the software, but it's about understanding and effectively managing organizational change. It's clear that a path to ERP success is multifaceted, as we briefly discussed, uh, requiring strategic planning, focus, and, and certainly agility. Uh, remember, listeners, that our conversations here are built around the listen and learn approach, but it's when you apply what you've learned that you begin to move the needle forward. So let's take these insights, apply them in your context, and let's continue to drive growth and innovation. Jeb, thank you so much for your time today. I, I really appreciate it. And uh, before I let you go, please tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you and how they can learn more about CDR. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, CDR can... Uh... You can find CDR at cdrsoftware.com, and uh, I can be reached at 985-626-8408, extension 1326. And my email address is jmcginnis at cdrsoftware.com, and that's spelled J-M-A-G-I-N-N-I-S at cdrsoftware.com. Well, thanks, Jeb. And we'll be sure to uh, share that out in our show notes as well. Uh, Jeb, thank you again. Uh, we appreciate your time. Be well, and we'll talk soon. Hey, thank you for having me. I enjoyed the conversation very much. You bet. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the ERP OCJ podcast. This podcast is intended as a forum to study, share, and discuss ERP organizational change successes and challenges. We discuss the people, process, and technological components of ERP organizational change by drawing on knowledge from extensive research, collaborative learning, and practitioner expertise and experience. We are incredibly grateful to have friends, colleagues, and mentors join us in our podcast as we seek to promote, connect, and foster relationships in the ERP organizational change community and contribute to its success by bringing research and practice closer together. We want to make sure this is the most useful and insightful ERP podcast you listen to, and we'd love your help in doing so by leaving us feedback and a review. A great place to do so is at Apple Podcasts. Just click on the Listen in Apple Podcasts link, then click Ratings and Reviews, and let us know your thoughts. You can get more info about the show, including show notes and episode highlights for this and all of our episodes by visiting nestleandassociates.com and clicking the podcast option. Please join us again next week as we discuss the latest ERP organizational change research, practice, and stories. And don't forget to follow us on social media, hashtag the ERPOCJ. Thanks again for listening. Have a fantastic week.